we have finally reached the point where we can start doing some wrap-up podcast episodes for our championships. And today, we're going to relive, recap, the Girls Tennis Championships from 2023. Joining me today... James Melton, Associate Executive Director in charge of the sport of tennis. Welcome. Hello and welcome. Thank you. And Jason West, our Director of Communications. Hello. Hello. Okay. And I just want to say, because we've got some background noise here, we're recording this at our volleyball championships. Right now, we are running around all over the state (laughs) and finding a time where, you know, the right execs are together to have this conversation we just you know we're, we're taking our equipment on the road because it just so happens the three of us are all at volleyball today and so we're going to record the girls tennis championship podcast knock, knock it out so have, okay so have let's microphones uh, will travel yes yeah, so just a reminder we have two weekends of tennis we have individual singles and doubles in weekend number one and we have a team in weekend number two so let's start with team three classes classes one two and three james give us a rundown of how our team finishes happen in each of the three classes Okay, so we're going to start with class one. So we had in the semifinals, Ursuline against Clayton, and then St. Michael the Archangel playing Savannah. And then in coming into the finals for the championship side, we had Clayton against St. Michael the Archangel with Clayton coming out as our first place finisher. In the consolation side of the bracket, we had Ursuline Academy coming up against Savannah with Ursuline coming in third place and Savannah finishing fourth in the girls team tennis. All right, how about class two? So in the semifinal round there, we had Webster Groves against Ledoux Horton Watkins, and then Green Valley against Thomas Jefferson Independent. As we went to the championship round, we had Ledoux against Green Valley with Ledoux coming out on top. And then in the consolation side, we had Webster Groves against Thomas Jefferson Independent and with Webster Groves fighting for a strong finish for third place. In fact, it was probably one of the most exciting things we saw happen at Team Tennis this year because Thomas Jefferson came out strong, winning their three doubles and their first singles match. And then Webster Groves fought back with five singles wins for third place. (laughs) And won five to four. Five to four, which is uh, quite unusual and exciting to watch, and everybody really enjoyed that. And then in Class 3... Our semifinals rounds were John Burroughs against Lafayette Wildwood and then Lee Summit North against Liberty. In the championship battle, John Burroughs against Liberty with John Burroughs coming out on top in first place. And then in the constellation, Lafayette Wildwood against Lee Summit North with Lafayette Wildwood coming in third. Okay, so you talked about that exciting third place match in Class 2 where we have a comeback. Webster Groves comes in down 4-0 after doubles in the first singles and then sweeps the next five singles and wins. Any other kind of highlights in the team tournament? Jason? Speaking of Webster Groves, that's probably one of the the highlights there. They were making their first trip back to the championship round since 1979. Oh, wow. So it had been quite a while. They had a a nice three-year stretch there in 76 through 79 and then kind of a dry spell, if you will, so that making their return to winning that third place match, especially in the way they did, was very special. And then someone also making a return trip for the first time in quite a while, Clayton, won their first title. They've been to the championships and singles and doubles a lot and just never thought of that, but that was their first title win since 1985. Oh, wow. So that was a a nice uh, highlight for them. Okay. We'll transition to individual singles and doubles in weekend number one. And James, maybe we'll go class by class. We'll get the results from class one and then maybe talk a little bit about some individuals. Sure, absolutely. Let's start with class one singles. We'll just be on the, for now on the, the top side of the bracket. But in our semifinals round, we had Anya Singh Clayton and then Iris Alvarez from Savannah. 
And then we had Emily Kender um, and then Leilani Payton coming up against each other. And that was from Lincoln, Lincoln College, College Prep. Prep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Coming into that final championship round, we had uh, Anya Singh against Leilani Payton with Leilani coming out on top in the, in the singles. Moving forward with the singles class two, Angela Chin, Stephanie Wong in that matchup, and then Rachel Lee against Emily Weddle. And Rachel was from MICDS, and then Emily Weddle was Bishop LeBlanc. In that finals match, we had Angela Chin come up against Rachel Lee with Rachel Lee coming out on top from MICDS. And then in our class three championship side of the bracket, we had Sahana Madala from John Burroughs. Amber Yin coming in from Lafayette, Ava Beltran in the the next match, and then Sydney Fuger. And Ava was from Liberty. Liberty, thank you very much. And Sydney Amfuger, make sure I say her name correctly, North Kansas City. So in that final match, we then had Amber Yin coming up against Sydney, and then Amber Yin came out on top in the Class 3. So those are our Class 3 singles. Jason, this wasn't Leilani's first championship, was it? Actually, uh, it was her first. It was, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, She finished second the last two years, making it to the title match, but this is the first time she won, and I was going to mention that. We've watched her as a freshman. Her first qualification, she met up with the eventual state champion in the first round and ended up losing that, but coming all the way back and finished fifth as a freshman and then finished second the last two years and, and won the title this year. Leilani from Lincoln College Prep, as we mentioned, Leilani Payton. They don't have many other tennis players at Lincoln College Prep, but she is a strong one. (laughs) Absolutely. And she was just a lot of fun to talk to. And it was a lot of fun to just watch her interactions and really all the girls' interactions with each other as they came into these competitive rounds. It is just surprising to me how competitive they are, but then in the end, how friendly and just like wow, that was amazing, or that was, that was tough, and, and especially that championship match between Anya and Leilani was exactly that. They were each fighting pretty hard, but in the end, Leilani came out on top, and it was pretty exciting. Before we go to doubles, you had a conversation with a competitor that we're going to play. Can yeah. you set this up a little bit? Who is this student, and where does she play? And So this is Evelyn Bryson from Washington High School, and just an exciting story for me. It was a personal one. It's like when worlds collide, and and my background is heavily in music, and I had the the privilege and fun times actually singing with her dad in college. And when I was building the bracket and doing all the draws and getting all that ready, I recognized her name. I thought, "Mm, maybe, but then it was. And so Caleb's daughter, Evelyn Bryson, she goes by Evie, was down there. It was just delightful. And what's exciting about that is that this is the start of firsts for her. It was the first, it's the first tennis team at Washington High School. It was her first state run at a tennis championship. She's only been playing at the high school level for two years and charming is is what she was but had a great conversation with her and just was just amazed by her attitude her driven nature to do her very best but also just to be so excited to be there amongst all of these awesome tennis players and every match every match was she was just out there fighting for everything she ended up finishing eighth place but you would never have known you would have thought she won first it was just an incredible moment we're going to play that short interview right now so, Evie, tell us your full name, where you go to high school, and how old you are. My name is Evelyn Bryson, but I go by Evie, and I go to Washington High School, and I am 16 years old. And what year school are you in? I'm a junior in high school. You're a junior this year. Okay. 
So I have been thinking a lot about firsts. I just started with Misha this summer after 23 years in public education and just thinking about how exciting and new everything feels. And this moment was a first for Washington High School, the start of a tennis program, your first state individual tournament as a qualifier, your first time as a state champion, eighth place this year, all the firsts. What did you experience and what did you learn? This year I experienced just a lot of community. I feel like tennis can be a little bit of a lonely sport, especially since you're on your own on the court most of the time. Even if you were playing against a so-called opponent, I don't know, on the court, I feel like most of those girls were just so sweet and so nice and so humble. And like, I don't know, it just felt like being on a team, like on that tournament. It was just, I wasn't expecting everyone to be so welcoming and so encouraging. And I was just so happy. Like, it was the best tournament I've ever been to because it was just like, I just felt overwhelmed with how nice everyone was and how welcoming. It was so amazing. That's really interesting to me because to to face the idea that, like as you said, tournament the tennis as an individual sport can be kind of lonely, but yet there's this community. So it's a team inside, you know, there's kind of a team mm-hmm. inside the, the community itself. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So besides the the awesome experience that you had and it was so fun like we have a surprising personal connection even though you probably <laughs> were slightly aware of it ahead of time which was really <laughs> exciting for me yeah. uh, because I knew your dad when mm. we we were in college together but it you know I don't know you that way so tell us tell us a little bit about who you are who is Evelyn Bryson what do you do besides tennis what what's a what's a day in a life Besides tennis, I think the biggest thing, especially being from Washington, like nobody knows real where Washington is. Like not even because we don't have a tennis team, but more it's definitely more rural. Like I yeah. feel like a rural area off of St. Louis, like not very many people know about it. So I'm definitely kind of a farm girl. I'm an officer. I'm an officer on my school's in my school's FFA chapter and I'm really awesome. I raise livestock. I show livestock at our like county and state fairs, and yeah, I <laughs> that's kind of I don't know. Some they're kind of contradicting. <laughs> those are like my two personalities. <laughs> like that's... it's like my split personality is like farm girl Evie and tennis girl Evie. <laughs> like, but those are two different communities, though. That's amazing. Yeah, it's funny, but. Yeah, well, every time I tell anybody from tennis or from any fairs or anything, I'm like, oh, yeah, I play tennis or, oh, yeah, I live in Washington. I kind of, like, live on a farm. Like, we have some animals. It's, like, it's just so funny. Like, I just get the craziest reactions from both sides. Well, and that can be very different. That can be very different than what we see. I mean, across all the classes, class one, class two, class three, there are different lived experiences of all the young women that are involved. The same will be true of the boys in the spring. But I think it's good for people to hear the vast amount of diversity that's in this community. And then, like you said, it was such a welcoming place. And I found it to be that too. Well, Evie, I really appreciate this. Thanks for taking a few minutes to grab it. And I look forward to talking to you hopefully next year at the state tournament. Hopefully. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. What I love about that is sometimes in our individual sports, the non-school part 
ends up winning, and especially in tennis. These kids play tennis all year round. Yep. They're in the USTA, in the, the regional competitions. As you mentioned, they know each other. They know each other from high school tennis, but they really know each other from non-high school tennis. Absolutely. Um, but here, here's a kid who just kind of picked up the sport, enjoys it, does a little non-school competition, but loves playing for her school. Yeah. And and that's and I think all of them love playing for their school, even if they are playing tennis, you know, outside. There's something about playing sports and doing activities with your school. And so a cool reminder of that as we talk to her. And I think it's the other part that was that was so much fun in talking with her and just getting a little chance to get to know her a little bit better is that all kids in the state of Missouri are more than just the sports they play. And sometimes we forget about that, especially when they're achieving at high levels. And to make it to the state tournament, finishing first or eighth, you're playing at a high level amongst your peers. And But that's not all she does. And so, I, you know, just to talk with her a little bit about, she's also a farm kid and FFA and, <laughs> and shows animals. Like, I don't know if everybody would think about that when you're sitting out there watching them down at the Cooper Tennis Complex. It's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's it's a uh, pretty easy for us to get blinders on because we see them through that particular identity. But these kids, just like all of us, have multiple aspects to our identity 100%. And, and our personality. So, all right, let's move on to doubles, the doubles championships for classes one, two, and three. So on the championship side, we had Bina McAtee, which I believe is from Kennett. And just going to say right now, they were incredibly fun to watch. And I use the word charming again, but it's just delightful to meet these young women. And they're just so they're just so th- grateful and thankful and they're having a great time. So they were from Kennett. We had Washburn and Gar, Chillicothe coming up in that semifinal match. And then against the next set of the bracket was Gaffney and Swingle. St. Michael, the Archangel. Oh, the Archangel. Thank you very much. And then Reeves and Zimmerman coming up there. Clayton. Clayton. And so then we had this really awesome final match with Bean and McAteef and Gaffney and Swingle. But ultimately, in the end, the Kennett team. And Jason, remind me, but this is their second win as a as a pair. And they came in together as a freshman and sophomore last year. This year, sophomore and junior. And yeah, strong, and, strong, strong, and strong. And this, this is a tennis co-op. It's actually Kennett and, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. And one of them goes to Kennett High School and one of them goes to Hawkeye High School, which is pretty cool that you get a doubles team in a co-op and their team did well last year. Their team was the class one champions last year, but this is their second doubles championship, as you mentioned. But again, we have co-ops in all of our sports and here's one where it produced a, a double state champion. To have that chemistry and camaraderie between the teammates you don't see every day at school. <laughs> yeah. It, it's amazing. But yeah, they repeated as state champions. We talked about their, their team. Kennett had actually won 60 straight matches over the last three years and then lost in wow. the quarterfinals. <laughs> uh, so they, they had two state champions as a team, and then now they have the, the two doubles champions as well. Wow. Then we get to Class 2 in the semifinals a matchup on the championship side. We had Werderman and Besperat, and I believe that's Jeff City. And then we have Shannon and Koo, Parkway North. Then we had Lee and Ung, Springfield Catholic. And then a pair of sisters, Todorovic, had a delightful conversation with them and their mom. They represented... They were Bella Duchenne. Mm -hmm. They did get into the final match against Shannon and Koo from Parkway North. And then the two young women, the Todorovic girls. In the end, it was Parkway North that took it, Shannon and Koo, for the final match. I just want to point out that the nature of our two weekends are totally different. Fascinating. And you get to know team names and school names, especially when you're brand new to the office during the team championships. And then it's truly an individual. Now, you're representing your school. That's how you get 
involved in this tournament, but even the way we, we report the outcomes on our website is by the students' names, which is very rare. We, we, you know, it's just our individual sports that we do that. It was definitely an activity in patience that weekend of the individual tournament because we had to move most of Friday's play indoors, only working on 10 and then at 1.8 courts, going from what would have been almost, you know, we, we would have had almost 30 courts if we had been able to be outside and indoors. <laughs> so yes. quite we, a restriction. We brag often about Cooper Tennis, which is a great venue to have and that, that we can keep going because we have those indoor courts. But when we do go completely indoors, things slow down significantly. And the tennis crew from our office had a pretty long day yeah. <laughs> with that weather. So That incredible team. In class three, we in that semifinal round, we had Hendricks and Smith from Pembroke Hill. Make sure I get that right. And then we had Kennedy and Behan, and they were coming from St. Joseph's Academy. And then the next match was Wayne and Casal from John Burroughs. And then finally, Cordy and Chambers coming from Liberty. In the final, we had Kennedy and Behan against Wayne and Casal, and ultimately in the end, Kennedy and Behan from St. Joseph Academy won out in first place for the doubles tournament in class three. I would say of class three, the energy level, and there's a, there's an intensity that it, from my mind and from my viewing that just kind of goes up. There is a real, they get real focused real fast. <laughs> um, and there is a lot, but I admired it in all the classes. The nature of doubles and the communication between the two players is constant. And it's just, it's wildly impressive to see that. And really, for the most part, they're kind of coaching themselves and through the match and cheering each other on. And so I, that was, that's something about doubles that I just really enjoy. And it was fun, particularly to watch in the class three championship and speaking of that chemistry and camaraderie st joseph's academy knows something about doubles <laughs> they, they have won the the doubles title five of the last six years oh my <laughs> and not with just the same two girls yeah. it mixing it up it's been teams so they they certainly have some something going on there <laughs> yes uh, they have a, a very strong <laughs> tradition in girls tennis but most recently in, in doubles, they've, they've really apparently had quite a dynasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are your, some of your final thoughts, James? Very first tennis championships that you had administrated. Yeah. And what are your thoughts? I, I think my thoughts are that it, it makes me super excited for the boys in the spring because it's just an opportunity, A, to continue to meet this community, but also to, to just experience it again and not have to wait a whole year and, you know, support coaches and, and make some improvements and and in the end, the goal is to make it, I, I just want to make it the best experience for the students that are there to have a memorable opportunity to compete and excited about doing that again in the spring. And hopefully it's just a little bit warmer, <laughs> a, little, a little bit warmer. That would be nice. But no, it, it, it was awesome. It was a great pleasure. And, you know, I, I keep saying it, but a shout out to the, the, the green, I think it's the Springfield Green County Park Thank Board. Thank you. You, yeah. you spit that out so easily. But that team and then, of course, the, the folks, Mallory and Jill at Cooper Tennis Complex, they make making some tough calls really easy because they're just right there. It's a marvel to me that they cleared, they, they cleared and squeegeed tennis courts twice. And even though it was going to rain and potentially again, they went ahead and said, we're ready to go to get us outside. So they were really pushing for us. And I, and I just I have to say thank you over and over about that. And it's a great partnership and grateful for it. Jason, any, any final thoughts? One of the things that, that I noticed, especially this year, was the diversity in teams that I don't think we've seen the last few years. People talk about the, the country club sports and you know some mm-hmm. sports you know, tend to have 
a higher private school versus public school. But but this year, there really was a great mixture of public school, private school, big school, small school, teams that had never been there before, hadn't been there in a long time. And just watching the interaction of all the young ladies and, and how well they couldn't complement each other enough, right. it seemed. You know, we had the, the one young lady that I think it was Leilani she yeah. was playing, and Leilani was talking about how grateful she was for the, her opponent's sportsmanship and things. And the young lady goes, you're just so good. I was just so fangirling while I was out there. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, seeing those interactions and, and things like that really, uh, like we were talk- talking earlier, speak to the purpose of having interscholastic activities and, Makes and it what special. it means. Yeah, it really does. And tells you we're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a heartwarming event. And really, our tennis championships have a, I don't want to use the word informal, but a much more intimate feel mm-hmm. because of the way we're set up the fact that it is you know it's mano y mano and the the kids know each other coaches know each other and they're kind of hanging out in the same space all day long where that's pretty rare that's pretty rare in well it it, it is rare it's unique among our championships that we're all just kind of in the same you know we're living in the same community for a couple days but i could go on about every one of them but it's special tennis is special in that way and and there's kind of a different relationship vibe there than in many of our other championships so james you did a great job thanks and you're going to be here to do it again. Yeah, you'll get to do it again in the spring. So I want to thank both of you for helping us kind of recap our girls tennis championships this year. You've been listening to the Misha All Access podcast.